Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You are listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com. Good evening, boys and girls, moms and dads, grandpa, grandma, poppy, and just people who just care. We thank you so much for coming on Closing the Spring. May is almost over. In fact, in some parts of the world it is. And right now we have just a little bit more time, but in the West Coast, they still have a great deal of time and they might even still be up. But while we have you and you're wide awake, we want to be able to help you be able to close the day and rest those eyes because we know that you're full of energy all day and you've got to rest that body. So Aunt Jill is here and we are going to be just like the wind and we're wondering with whether you children are ready to go today. You ready for bed? Or maybe your adults might be. Maybe mommy, daddy, or nana, or poppy. Who is ready? Well, for the people that aren't ready, join us today. Because the sun is staying out longer because it is getting closer to summer. And are you sleepy yet? Are you moody? Or are you just like the wind? Now that we know you... What do you do? Let's call in all the kids because they're playing still outside. The sun is still there. in Sandy. <laughs> I know you want to climb that jungle gym up there, but it's time to go. Oh, there's Steven. Steven. I know one more time. No, 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 You can't do that. You can't do that. Come on in. Come on in. Rambunctious little boys and girls. Well, we're going to create that atmosphere for getting ready to take all that energy and just kind of wind it down. We have some great stories that we'd like to share with you today. And I'm so glad that you joined us with Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories. And it's so good to have you. And I know that there is some older brothers and sisters that are counting down the days for School being closed because it's summer fun. And until summer camp comes, or until you go over to the relatives or go on vacation, join us here 
at Angel's Bedtime Stories. Well, we have some books that we would love to be able to share. Hmm, did you read any books today? Well, one of the things that Aunt Jewel does is get everybody ready for bed. So one of our first stories is going to be talking about being helpful. Because you know what, boys and girls? If you're going to be around the house a longer period of time than you were before because you were going off to school, you might want to be helpful. So we need to know what kinds of things can we be able to do. But first of all, before we do any of those things, we know that we need to get ready for bed. So what are you supposed to put on? Hmm, I'm not sure. All right. Okay. Cynthia, what kinds of things do you need to be able to put on today? Have you picked it out? Uh-oh, there's Tommy. Tommy's waving his hand. He already knows what he wants to put on. And, of course, his grandpa not going to put on any PJs right now, but he said he's going to stay awake till the end of the show. Do you think that's going to be the case? Do you think that you can stay up longer than grandpa? Or do you think Grandpa will go to sleep first? Hmm, I wonder. Well, you've joined us with Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories, and we're so thrilled that you're with us because summer will soon be here on June 21st. And that's when we get ready to go to bed. Oh, well, yes, we do that, but we get ready to go to the beach and to the sw swimming pool and swimming and walks. And we just have so much fun playing all day long. Well, we have these wonderful books and we would like to share those. But of course, some of you are saying, I'm not ready to go to bed. And that's why we have these stories. Because it's not time for the, the crickets to come out yet, but they soon will be coming out. Well, we have a book that's talking about being helpful, and we'll also be talking about we'll also will be talking about the stories that we're reading right now. And I know that you'll want to be able to do that too. So, boys and girls, are you ready to be able to do that? Okay, we have a wonderful book called Being Helpful. 
Now, what do you do? What things do you do to make sure that you're being helpful for your mom or dad or auntie or grandma or grandpa or at school or just with your friends? Okay, I hear Denise, and she says that how she's being helpful is she goes and gets things for her teacher. That's really a helpful thing to do. And Stephen says, oh, I hear Stephen. And Stephen says that he goes and gets his grandma glasses so that she could be able to read the stories. Well, think what you do. What do you do to be helpful? Hmm. Well, while you're thinking, we are going to read the story about, let's talk about being helpful. Hello, my name is Max. I live with Carlos. And Max is a dog. Do you have a dog at your house? Or do you have a friend that has a dog? Well, sometimes Carlos doesn't want to be helpful, especially if it means doing something he doesn't want to do. Boys and girls, is that a feeling that you share also? Sometimes you don't want to be helpful either. <laughs> well, it's okay because you are not the only person that doesn't want to be helpful. Daddy's saying, please pick up your toys. Vroom, vroom. You might not want to be helpful if it means doing something you don't want to do. And you might not want to be helpful because you think it won't be fun. It's no fun to pick up toys. You might not want to do something because you think it will take too much time and too much effort. It's time to clean up your room. I don't want to clean my room. It's too much work. You might not want to do something because you would rather do something else. It's time for dinner. I don't want to eat dinner. I want to watch TV. I know you've never said that, boys and girls. And you might not want to do something because you want someone else to do it too. It's time for you to get dressed. I want you to dress me. <laughs> Sometimes, if you did only the things you'd like to do, some important tasks wouldn't get done. Oh, I wonder if that's true. Sometimes you need to be helpful by doing tasks you don't want to do. I don't have time to dress you. You need to dress yourself. Has your mommy ever told you that? Sometimes trying to get out of doing an unwanted task takes so much more time and effort than doing the task. You probably could have finished it in the time that you were complaining about it. Whenever necessary, it's best doing an unwanted task 
rather than spending time and effort avoiding it. Do you do that? I know that Sana doesn't do that. She's always right there. Dressing yourself would be a lot better than throwing a tantrum. I'm not dressing myself. I'm not dressing myself. Don't put off doing a task hoping that you won't have to do it at all. It won't go away. The only way to get rid of a task is to do it. Because once it is done, you can do something else. I want to go outside and play. If you hurry and get dressed, you'll have time to play before we leave. Unwanted tasks out of the way by doing them immediately. You'll have more fun doing the things you enjoy if there aren't unwanted tasks waiting for you to do. Boys and girls, I think maybe we've come up with something. Well, you put one sock on. I can already see my friend, and I can go get him, and we can go out and play. Well, maybe I'll try. Try not to complain while you're doing an unwanted task. Complaining will only make a job seem more unpleasant than it actually is. This isn't as bad. You might want to play a game with yourself to make your work more fun. Set a time limit for the task, then try to get the job done in that amount of time. Wow, that was fast. I raced with the clock. You might want to offer yourself a reward to motivate yourself to work. Maybe, just maybe, your mommy might give you something that you didn't even know she was going to give to you. Promise yourself that you'll do something you really want to do after you finish your task. Make sure what you choose to do is okay with your parents or guardians. Then keep your promise. That's so important because when you keep your promise, then people can trust you. Try to do every task well so that someone else won't have to do it over again. Are you doing a job cleaning, a good job cleaning your room? Well, now try to finish your task so they won't have to be finished by another person. Since you cleaned your room all by yourself, I'll have time to take you to the park. Said Mommy. It isn't fair when one person has to do all the tasks that no one else wants to do. When everyone takes turns doing unwanted tasks, it is more fair for everybody. Being helpful by doing your share of the task can make everyone happier. I finished helping Dad with recycling. That's why. Then why don't you come to the park with us? That is, sisters. The end. Have you ever done something that you didn't want to do, but found yourself thrilled that you did it and so happy that you did it because it just went so fast and you weren't complaining on what you didn't want to do?
Hmm, that might be something that we all might try to do. Because then you'd have time going out and playing. And you'd be able to join these kids who were outside playing and are still doing that in California and then the West Coast. boys and girls sounds like they're having a good time because they finished their stories and that's what they're doing now too so what are you getting ready to do now did you brush your teeth hmm did you wash your face hmm did you take a bath do you have your PJs? Oh, wow. Yes, you do. <laughs> you were just playing with us and acting like you don't. Because we know that you do this every day and you know the whole routine. And that makes it fun for everyone, doesn't it, boys and girls? I know it makes it fun for me, too. So, I'm wondering, do you have your favorite PJs? Do you have your favorite over there, Susan? You're always talking about your ballerina outfit. I wonder if you can still wear it. <laughs> Look at Susan, already doing a plie. So, I know, boys and girls, that, oh, there is Bobby. Bobby already has his... Engineer hat on. Boop, boop. Great idea. He already has it on. He already did the job that we all know he can do very, very well, which is brushing his teeth. He loves to brush his teeth. Do you love to brush your teeth? What kind of toothbrush do you have? Is it yellow? No, is it blue? No, is it red? Just like the fire engine. I'm not sure. But I know one thing that it does is it gets your teeth awfully clean. Well, now that we're squeaky clean, it's time for another story. We have a little baby that is right there. Baby K, we call him. He's so bubbly and always smiling. He's got those big, big brown eyes and looking straight at you. And it doesn't even look like his eyes are even going to close. <laughs> he's 13 months now, which means he's one year old and one month. Well, we're going to read this because we know he hasn't quite gotten there yet, but he is kind of trying to wean himself off of that bottle. 
but during this evening, we allow him and we say it's okay for him to have that bottle. So here's another friend that we know that also has a bottle and maybe not quite yet ready to give that bottle up. Oh, boys and girls, I forgot to do something. Has that ever happened to you that you forgot to do something? Well, when we read this book, Let's Talk About Being Helpful by Scholastic, we didn't say who wrote the book. Well, this book was written by Joy Berry. So we want to make sure that we let them know. Because when you do something, you want to be able to get credit too. And that's what happened to the little boy when he decided to help clean up his room. Because then he was rewarded by going to the park. Well, this book we have is called No More Bottle for Bunny. Well, let's see if he really can be able to do that. Because maybe during the day, he may not have taken a bottle, but now it's getting nightfall. And we're getting ready to, well, we had to finish taking our bath, and we did that, which was so nice and relaxing. And now we're getting ready to go to bed. And we've got our favorite, favorite teddy bear to make sure that we have a friend right with us when we fall off to sleep. Because those big white eyes might close, close shut. So we want to make sure that we have somebody there just in case. So no more bottles for Bunny. Now this was by Bern Burnett. Ford and Sam Williams. They wrote the book. And it's by Boxer Books. Now, Bunny has a bottle at mealtime. Bunny has a bottle at nap time. Bunny even has a bottle when he goes out to play. Is that like you, boys and girls? Is that like your baby brother or baby sister? Or it might even be you. That you have a bottle all during the day. And possibly even at night. Do you think you do? Well, Ducky is having a tea party. She has cookies on little plates. She has make-believe tea and a lovely teapot. Oh, that song... I'm a little teapot, short and spout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. When you tip me over, what do I do, boys and girls? Do I fall? Do I spill all the tea? Well, we'll talk about that another time. Penny comes to the tea party. Bunny wants to play, too. There's plenty of cookies and make-believe tea. And... The bunny is sucking on his bottle. I'm the mummy, said Ducky. She pours some tea into a piggy's mug. She takes a bite of the cookies. Bunny sucks on his bottle. 
Ducky takes a sip, a tiny sip of tea, from her shiny yellow ducky mug. Yummy, said Ducky. Bunny sucks on his bottle. I'm the daddy, said Piggy. He takes a bite of his cookie. Bunny sucks on his bottle. Piggy takes a long drink of tea. From his pink piggy mug. Mmm, said Piggy. Bunny stops sucking on his bottle. Bunny holds out his bottle. Me too, said Bunny. You can't have tea in a bottle, said Ducky. Bottles are for babies. I have an idea, said Piggy. You can be the baby. Bunny shakes his head. No, no, no. Bunny runs to the kitchen. He tosses bottles into the trash. He waves. Bye-bye, bottle, says Bunny. Where's your bottle, Bunny? asked Ducky. I'm not a baby anymore, says Bunny. I'm a big boy now. Bunny takes a bite of a cookie. He takes a long drink of tea from his bright red bunny mug. Mmm, he says, no more bottles for Bunny. The end. When he went and did it himself, boys and girls, he finished the whole thing and he did it by himself. And he didn't even ask for the bottle. Wow! I wonder if that was hard. Or maybe it was... That was easy. <gasps> that was easy. Have you ever done something and you thought it was going to be hard, but you found out that it was... That was easy. Yes, yes. And you will be able to do so many things that by the time you finish school, and by the time you start school again, you have done a lot of things by yourself. Whoa, that is wonderful. That was something that I don't think that the bunny thought was going to happen. And when he saw everyone else doing something, he wanted to be able to do it too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do we think that some of you out there might give up your bottle? Whoa! Well, next time you can call us and tell us if that ever happened to you. 
And here's a little special story that we can read. We just have just a little bit of time. But since we did read that one story, let's read, read something that talks about us. I wonder if I'm growing. I think maybe that's happening to Bunny. And I think that when some of you started school, and some of you were in the crib when we started reading the stories at the beginning of the year, and now you're growing up. And now you may not be in the crib anymore, and now you might be in a twin bed, or now you don't have the same clothes. You're not wearing 12 months clothes anymore. You're wearing 24 months. Growing up. Let's see if you're growing up. I wonder if I'm growing. And this is by Rafi. I wonder if I'm growing. I wonder if I'm growing. My mom says, yes, I'm growing, but it's hard for me to see. My mom says, yes, I'm growing, but it's hard for me to see. My mom says, eat your sandwich. It'll make you grow up tall. And when you go to bed, you're going, mommy, don't leave. Stay here with me. My mom says, wash your hands now. Then you can go out and play. Hey, I can reach the tap now. I'm the very first time. And I think I must be growing. Yes, I know I'm really growing. My mom says, yes, I'm growing. And now I know it's true. Growing up is so special because there's many things that you can do. Now, B. Taylor Bradford, she wrote this poem to talk about all the things that I can do. There are many things I can do. Maybe you can do them too. I know how to climb a tree. I can even buzz like a bee. I can also wash my face. And I know how to run a race. I know how to talk to a dog. I can even croak like a frog. I can also sail a boat, and I know how to sink, not float. I know how to build a house. I can even be as still as a mouse. I can also kick a ball, and I know how to never fall. I know how to tame a bear. I can even crumb my hair. I can also catch a snake. Know how to stay awake <laughs> because you're still listening to the story, so we know you can do that. There are many things I can do. Tomorrow I'll teach them all to you because some of you boys and girls, before we even got really into the bedtime stories, you already fell asleep and you started snoring, and we played all these songs that you didn't even hear which will play even more because now the sun is staying up a little longer. Now we're going to read this story because we've done so many things for with our mommy 
So let's talk about doing something special with Grandpa, because Grandpa was always there when you were there. And you may not even remember when he wasn't. Now this is when I was little, and it's by Toyomi Aikas, and it was illustrated by Egan Fonz. Now this is a Just Us book. Now, we know, boys and girls, that now that some of you won't be going to school, you'll be seeing some of your grandparents and your aunts and uncles because now you have more time and the weather gets even better and you will probably do a lot of special things with Grandpa. Well, let's get started with the story because it's almost time for us to say goodbye. Got everything ready? You've already had your water? So let's start the show. It was nice when Grandpa Will lived next to us. It was so quiet, the air smelled so fresh, and the grass was so green, not like where Noel lived in the big city. Grandpa Will had a house in the country and going fishing every summer, just him and Grandpa was Noel's most favorite thing to do. What's your favorite thing to do with your Grandpa? Something that only you and Grandpa do. As they walked toward the river's edge, Grandpa Will looked around and let out a sigh and said, Ah, things sure have changed around here. Noel looked around too, but things sure looked the same to him. Nothing seemed any different from last summer. What do you mean, Grandpa? Well, when I was little, Grandpa Will explained. There were no houses along the river, and there were no fancy ducks or condos like those over there. Fact is, there was no such thing as a condo. When I was little, there was just this old pier, the river, and plenty of fish. Ooh. Grandpa's given a little history lesson. Noel walked to the end of the dock and tried to imagine what his grandpa was saying. Hmm, the river was just trees and bushes and no houses. How did the riverbank look back then? Were there dinosaurs around when you were little, he asked? Grandpa Will laughed. No, son, there was no dinosaurs. The dinosaurs were long gone. But things were different back then. Why then, when I was little, there was a big oak tree over there, you see? Well, that old tree had a, a long, thick branches that hung out over the water. My grandpa used to tie a rope into one of those branches, and we kids would use it for swing. We used to swing, but out over the water and jump in. 
that's what Grandpa was saying, and that's what I read, because he gave me the words to say. Splash right into the river. Oh, that sounds like fun, Grandpa. Noel wished that the trees were still there so he could try it. Of course, he'd have to learn how to swim first, and that might be something he might want to do. Yeah, it was kind of lots of fun, Grandpa said, especially on the hot days like today. Now, Grandpa, Will started to fix a hook to the end of Noel's fishing line. Did you go swimming every day when you were little, Grandpa? Sure I did, son. How else could we keep cool in the summer? See, when I was little, we didn't even have air conditioning or even a refrigerator. No refrigerator? Noel found this hard to believe. How did you keep ice cream frozen or the milk and the soda cold? That's a question, too. How did they do it? Well, boys and girls, it's getting close to the end, and we will probably read a few more pages, and then next week we'll have to find out what exactly happened with Grandpa. Well, when I was little, Mama used to send us kids down to the store with a quarter to buy a big block of ice. Now, the ice man would pull it in our wagon, and we'd drag it home. Mama would put the ice in the ice box to keep our food cold. But the best part was sucking on the little chips of ice that Mama would, would give to us. But Grandpa, that sounds like fun, too. Noel tried to imagine going to the store to buy ice. There was a lot of traffic where he lived, so his mother wouldn't let him go to the store to buy anything. Not till he was bigger, anyway. Are some of you still wide awake? <laughs> well, I see that some of you have already fallen off. And we've got about six more minutes. So let's hear a few more pages. Sounds like fun, huh? Well, maybe so. But it was still another tour to us. Boy, it seemed like we had a million chores to do when I was little. Hauling ice, tending the garden, washing clothes. Whew. Boys and girls, I'm just tired just even reading about it. Oh, I know what you did, Grandpa. I've seen it on TV. You had to wash your clothes in the river, right? Like the pioneers. Kind of like that, Grandpa will smile. Except we had to help Mom scrub the clothes on a washboard in a big tub. Mama would rub the clothes up and down, up and down, till they were clean. Then we hang them out on the line to dry in the sun. Now, as his grandpa was talking, Noel tried to figure out how people washed their clothes by hand on a board. He had his mother always did their laundry at the corner laundromat. All they had to do was put their clothes in a washing machine, and the machine did all the work. Grandpa, what else was different when you were little? asked Noel. Grandpa Will pulled a worm out of his can and started to bait 
no fishing line. Noah watched him carefully. One day he was going to learn how to do that. Well, Grandpa said, when I was little, do you know that we didn't even have a telephone? What? Noah couldn't imagine that. Without a phone? How could he call his mom from Grandpa's house? Or talk to Grandpa Will when he went home? How could he talk to his best friend, Jojo, who lived four whole blocks away? Grandpa Will saw the confused look on Noel's face and laughed again. <laughs> no, what I mean, son, is that telephones were invented, but only rich people could afford to buy them. My family didn't have one. I remember Miss Johnson down the street had a phone, and she let us use it in emergencies. Telephones looked a little different back then, too. When I was little, we didn't even have all those fancy colors and push buttons. Most of the phones were black, and they had what you call rotary dial, or no dial at all. Then how did you talk to people, Grandpa? Why, we write letters to send or send a telegram to people who were far away. And if our friends weren't far away, well, then we just go and visit them. Visit them. Can you imagine? <laughs> no texting. People did a lot more in those days. Visiting folks, I mean, in the evening after work and after school, there wasn't much else to do. We didn't have a television, so it seemed like we had a lot more time on our hands. You didn't have TV either, Grandpa? No cartoons? Boy, that must have been awful. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't awful. You can miss what you never had. The grown-ups would sit on the porch after dinner and talk while we kids would run around trying to catch lightning bugs. Yes, you can't miss what you don't have. Sometimes we'd all gather in the living room and listen on the radio. Radio was our TV when I was little. We'd listen to the comedy shows and just laugh and have a good time. Or sometimes Uncle Hoot would pull out his fat waller record and play music on the phonograph. A phonograph is a record player, like a CD player. But when I was little, you had to wind up to make it go. No. So he thought he might not be so bad without a TV. As long as he had music, he could almost see it. Grandpa dancing and Uncle Hoot being the DJ. Hmm, fat walkers. No wonder if he was a rapper. He asked his grandpa. Grandpa let out a big belly laugh and hugged no was fat waller a rapper? Well in the way Well we want to thank you so much, boys and girls, for joining us today and having a great time and letting us put you to sleep. And some of you have already fallen off to sleep. And thank you again for joining us. Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories. Hush 
night, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. All the pretty little horses by day and day. Hi, just returning the call. Sorry, I missed your call, but I was doing the radio show. Talk to you later. Bye. Cheers. Hi. Hey, Sheila, how are you? All right. How are you doing? I did, yes, finally. <laughs> oh, you first show since you've been back. Right, yes. And okay. then now it's now it's over, so I probably won't be doing too many. But but I have but I'll just do some that I can be able to um record. You sound good. You sound good, like getting your strength back. I know, I know. I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> yeah. 
your nephew called me and, and let him know that I haven't gotten a bottle. I will get back in touch with him. I want does he live here? I beg your pardon. Does your nephew live here in, in this New York area? Um, he lives in. He does live in New York, and he's going to soon be going for um because he has. I think he has to do a few more credits for college, so he's oh, going okay. on this program um in Hawaii. He's in Hawaii. Yes, yeah, going to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. To do it. Then, then the woman you brought with you to my reading, who was that? I remember that she works in DC, right? Teaches tennis down there. Um, she she doesn't teach uh tennis. I think I brought that was his mother, Rada. Oh, 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 right. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Okay. And and my daughter teaches tennis in um Georgetown. Georgetown. Right. Okay. At um, 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 the university. Oxford University. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Okay, she's a player there. Yeah, she's. I. Uh, she has been playing since she was like four. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Well, uh, well, well, let your nephew know. Uh, is he your nephew? Is that your sister? Well, see, we've had a play group since they were all oh, nine months. Oh, so, so, so we we all call it's nine of us, and um, so since they were nine months old. And so okay. now, um, um I, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay, listen, you and I gotta get together soon. Next time you, you gotta live in a week coming to New York, or you gotta invite me over to Greenwich. I've never been to Greenwich, <laughs> so, so I can take the, I can take the train over and have coffee and come on back. Okay. You know, we need to plan that once the weather settles. Okay. Uh, uh, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to introduce uh, Dick Dick Barnett to Claude Claude Johnson. Uh, okay. You know, uh, so, uh, with the um um uh, the Black Five. The Black Five, right? Right, right. right. You know, because I think there might be some synergy between the two. Uh, Dick taught a course at St. John's in sports marketing. Okay. For I think about five years, I know part of part of Claude's you know uh, uh, program deals with you know marketing, sports marketing. You know, and it might be some. You know, some synergy there, and Dick has a new book out as well. And, oh, what's the title? Uh, what's the title? Huh? What's the title? What's the title of this yeah. book? Yeah. The athlete, the athlete, the athlete Negro, the awakening. Did you get that? The athlete Negro. The awakening. Oh, the awakening. Because I was wondering what it was. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! You might have yeah. to interview him for your show. No, your show is controlled. Right, but but um, theater can do that. Um, it's Beatrice? yes. Okay. okay it's okay. it's um great because she they. The uh, uh, the athlete Negro, the, the awakening. Okay, because there is um a book with I think it's I think his name is I'm I hope I have it right Josh Gibson. He was a black um, uh, outfielder, and he oh, did over. What do you mean, a baseball player? Yes, over 800 home runs. You mean way, you mean way back? Yes. Oh, you mean, oh, he was a catcher. Right, and he was um, there because he's doing a screenplay on it. Who, who's doing a screenplay on it? Um, this guy. It's it's. Oh, now I'm going. It's um. Oh, okay. I, I I believe it's Kevin Wilson. Right, yeah. same screen yeah. yeah, I think they did something on Satchel Page once. Right. Right. Uh, 
and then to be able to be able. I think Dick and uh, Claude was. Uh, 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 I think it's gonna be a good, you know. Uh, I think it'll be a benefit for both groups. And also, um, uh, William Roden, Bill Roden, okay. works on New York Times. Awesome, awesome yeah. writer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be good too. Hey, have you seen him lately? Who, Bill Roden? Yeah. Um, no, I haven't seen him. He's been doing some things. I'm sure he's going to be at the All Star Game. And then um, also. What All Star Game? Uh, Cincinnati Reds. Well, Cincinnati Reds, no, it's about baseball. Right. Well, it's sports. Oh, that's right. <laughs> sports. That's why you got the baseball. That's why you got the baseball. Baseball wife. <laughs> well, I want, uh, I, we know what I mean. You grew up in that just that so, uh, You know, you know, I had a, a magazine in Atlanta years ago, and Joe Morgan was, you know, I used to in the same press box with Joe, and, and he's a nice guy, and Tony Perez, and, and, and all those guys. So, big red, right, the big red machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, okay, so, um, so, so uh, yeah, because I like to put Dick in. Uh, He should, um, like I said, I, I know that because he did basketball, so um, he's not going to be too much in baseball. So um, right. his season is pretty much wrapping up. So yeah, that makes it easier. Right, right. But he's he is really um, awesome. He's very he's very um, very uh, user friendly, sort of speak, and he'll go you know he'll give you more than whatever information you need. He's just very very available. Yeah, I like. Uh, aren't you doing Aren't you doing something with that Bob Ross Twitter thing with Sheila Johnson? Are you still doing that? No, my my friends she was they were doing it, and then um, and it was in a you know because I did golf tournaments you know just a lot of them was very successfully yeah and mm -hmm. you, you, you know she was very aggressive in trying to get it together in a year i just don't know how you could do that you know for your yeah. initial one yeah. and yeah. which is what i kept telling her i said because it takes a year just to plan it because yeah. the, the most important thing is getting sponsorships and that's what takes right. that's what takes right. so long so right. um they they're going to have to you know do some more time you know take some more time and, and do that yeah. Well, you know, I made a Ruth and the Green Book a musical. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I've got 14 songs, and I wrote all the songs. I got a guy working on the music in Atlanta. I got a director down there. Wow. Yeah. In Atlanta? Yeah, I think it'll be, I want to do it late, late summer. Well, you got to let me know that my friend, my friend, um, she, li she lives out there, so she would go. She, she do what? I said, I have a friend that lives, she lives in Atlanta. Um, we went to college together, and so she would go. I'm doing it here. Oh, I thought you were doing it in Atlanta. Okay. Oh, no, no. The director lives in Atlanta. The music guy lives in Atlanta. But it's going to be done here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep in the loop. Yeah. And you got to put, and we got to do that radio show as we get time to get near this. So. I know. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. So when next time you come into the city? Um, I have to, I'm not sure. I have to go to California and, um, so I, I'm I'm so squeezed because I got to go to California, and I'm not sure because I'm I might have to um, do some things I have no control over. So I'll oh, know. Yeah, yeah, um, 
I'm assuming. Okay. Now, now, would it be all right for Dick to make, you know, uh, reach out to Claude, uh, just to drop him a, a line or an email and say hello? Would it be okay? Yeah. Or you want to wait? Or you want to do it? Um, well, you can do it without me. You, I mean, you could do it on your own. <laughs> Well, 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 we're going to wait for you if you want to, uh, you know, uh, you don't get the bar that is on you. No. What is the basketball player? <laughs> <laughs> he was the initial one of the championship. He played with Walter Frazier and he played with, uh, okay. uh and all of that. He was one of the legendary Knicks. Okay. Can see my, my, my friend, my friend, uh, Deborah, who you met when I had my birthday, you know, when, with her birthday. Um, right. Now she was married to um, to Herb Williams, so That's I went. Yeah, so I, he was uh, with the Knicks, and he now and then he was a coach for the Knicks, and now he is the coach for the um, Liberty, the women's team. Oh, the women's team. He's coaching Liberty there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with my, with Thomas general manager. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah. um, so I go on a lot of trips with her for uh, the basketball wise. Yeah. Well, okay. Well. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, but uh, you have Dick's number, don't you? Well, they might be calling you. Okay. 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 I think. I think he like to set up through you since you know why. Well, you know, I right. I you know I I can. Um, you know, set that up. I let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of my timing. Um, I'll let you know by this week. Well, okay. no, I, I'll know for sure by. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, well. Um, all right. So how you supposed to make out with that baby out there? I know they took it. They took a baby. Yeah. They took it, and then now that now they she went to court with it, and now they are um, going to give it back to the mom and dad. I mean, you know, which is which is you know it's I I I'm just shocked. I'm not surprised. Three kids, you know. So um, so I would love I would love to do something on that. I I have somebody that would going to do um. That's working on that. I'm, I won't specifically, but they they do that, and I've been doing a lot of research. So I'm gonna give it to them, and um, they go into and they're uh, therapists and stuff. So I think that this is gonna be awesome for them too. Listen, I got a new children book coming out. Probably will be for oh, the wow. year. So, oh, uh, good. On, on the first black female doc, Cheryl White. Oh wow. Yeah. So uh, that's me with learner. Now is she is she alive? She's a 